Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Hey, good morning. Bob Bosold with you. Yeah, we made it in. The roads are a little slippery, and in some places that means the schools are closed. We'll talk about that here in a moment, but the big story of the day is the weather as we do the chores this morning here on Wax. Bob with you. Jill is... uh, Still trying to get out of the Welke Land and Cattle Company, tucked back into the woods back in there where she is. And she said she uh, had the rear end in front of the front end on the road to the turn around and went home. I said, good thinking. So do be careful because we do have some schools, mainly central Wisconsin right now is where the uh, schools and activities are being shut down for the day. We'll share that with you as we have it, as we came on the air this morning. But again, Keep an eye out because the weather is the story. Also, uh, coming up, new numbers, dairy farm numbers in Wisconsin. We'll talk about that. And the tension between the U.S. and Mexico over corn exports. White corn is fine, but the yellow corn, they don't want GMO corn down there. They say it's a a problem for human health. They haven't done a lot of studies, but... uh, I don't know, maybe they've listened to some podcasts that people put out there. I don't know what the reasoning is, but uh, tensions are building over uh, that problem. And uh, again, tomorrow, hopefully the weather be good. Tomorrow we'll be finding out where Farm Technology Days 2024 is going to be in Chippewa County. Hopefully they'll also release the dates. We expect that to be an August date because in July in Chippewa County, Things are busy. You got the fair, you got Country Fest, Rock Fest, and uh, kind of stretches the services in the county. So can't be done in July in Chippewa County, but it looks like an August show. But when we know for sure, we'll pass all that information along. But again, as we said, the weather is the big story. Mike Dandry will join us in about oh, 40 minutes to update us on what exactly is going on. But if you've been out yet this morning... Or as you get ready to leave uh, work, if you're working third shift and going to be heading home here in an hour or two, take your time because it uh, 
could get kind of tricky out there. And, uh, yeah, so, again, with the uh, the 18-wheelers out there and any traffic you run into, be very, very careful because temperatures are right now right around that magic 32, and that does make a difference. We'll tell you all about it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, before we take a look at the weather, just before we came on the air, we double-checked. As far as school situations, and it's mainly in central Wisconsin, Abbotsford schools are closed today. Gilman, Granton, Greenwood, Loyal, Nielsville, Nakusa, Owen Whitby, all those schools are closed. Up in Russ County, the Russ County Transit, all services are canceled today. Spencer, uh, Spencer and Thorpe schools are closed today. Also, Trinity Lutheran Church in Medford, all activities canceled. That's the update, and uh, you can check, go online. Our buddies over at uh, Channel 13, weau.com, and then uh, go to the school closings and uh, the closings, and they'll tell you schools, churches, other activities. But uh, that's the list right now. But again, with the weather the way it is, subject to change, let's say. And we do have mixed precipitation falling around the area right now. Some folks seeing a little snow, some seeing sleet, some seeing both at once. So do be careful. Temperature high today should be about 38 in the Eau Claire area. Tonight, look for uh, more turning to snow. Thursday, mostly snow and a high of 35. More snow on Friday with a high about 30. Then cloudy on Saturday at 25. And then getting into the end of the weekend and next week, it's going to turn like December temperatures. We expect 15 on Sunday, partly sunny. About 11 on Monday, partly sunny. But in the meantime, with temperatures around the freezing mark, it is kind of nasty out there. So do be careful because uh, I just live in town and the uh, roads were a little bit slippery. Not uh, not dangerously slippery, but you got to pay attention and do that this morning. And, uh, again, be very careful out there because we have schools closed for a reason. And Randy Travis was on there. Miss him. Wish he was still active, but I know he's had so many health problems and uh, challenges that, uh, boy, what a voice. Randy Travis. Remember when he was at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair just before he hit it big? You know, you sat there and listen to this guy and think... You know, not a not a talent evaluator, but even I could see this boy's got got something. He's going to go far, and boy, he sure did. Randy Travis on wax. Hey, it's a minute after five. This is one hundred four point five FM WAXX. So, let's find out what's going on. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Blizzard warnings are in effect in the central U.S. as a huge winter storm dumps heavy snow across the west. Over 25 million people were under dangerous weather watches Tuesday night, including advisories for flash flooding and blizzard conditions across the central plains. The massive storm also spawned tornadoes in the south. The White House is asking Congress for resources to help mitigate an influx of migrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. There's negotiations happening uh, on this framework uh, that's being led by uh, uh, Senator Senator Sinema and Tillis. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre said Democrats want to work with Republicans on bipartisan immigration reform. Her comments came as the Title 42 policy is set to end next Wednesday. The COVID-era policy prevents migrants seeking asylum from entering the U.S. over public health concerns. A bipartisan group of lawmakers has called on the administration to extend the policy. Comedic actor Adam Sandler is the winner of the 24th Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Brian Shook has more. 
The award handed out by the Kennedy Center is considered one of the most prestigious honors in comedy. It recognizes individuals who've had an impact on American society in ways similar to Twain, the famous 19th century novelist. Past winners include Richard Pryor, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie Murphy, Tina Fey, and John Stewart. Sandler will be honored at a ceremony in Washington, D.C. in March. I'm Brian Shook. And Mississippi State plans to forge ahead with its upcoming bowl game despite the death of its head coach. That news was confirmed by the school's athletic director to ESPN after it was announced that Mike Leach had died Monday night. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will serve as head coach. Mississippi State is set to play Illinois on January the 2nd in Tampa. The stadium that's home to the NFL's Buccaneers has a pirate ship. Leach's nickname was The Pirate. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. We've got mixed precipitation going on as temperatures are hanging right around that uh, freezing mark. So some folks seeing rain, sleet, snow, some seeing it all. High today, going to be about 38. Tonight, down to about 31 as it's going to turn mostly into snow. Tomorrow, probably snow and a high about 35 and windy conditions too. So do be careful if you don't have to make any long-distance drives, uh, you know, Think twice or be very, very careful. Friday, more snow, 30, 25, and cloudy on Saturday. Then it's going to turn into December temperatures, partly sunny, both Sunday and Monday. But a high on Sunday is 15. Monday, it's 11. Right now, as we said, magic number 32, and we're right around it. We've got Rice Lake and Wausau, 33, with that precipitation falling. Medford's at 30. Marshfield, 32. Raining down by La Crosse, 36. Green Bay, 35. Madison rain, 36. Sun Prairie rain, and uh, 36 as well. Milwaukee at 39. Here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. When I came in, it was rain and 33, but I haven't uh, looked out the back door for over an hour, so uh, I'm not sure what it's doing out there, but I know I want to tell you to be careful out there because, again, it's uh, nasty in some spots, so uh, take it easy. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Just texting, uh, just checking the old textometer and uh, Mindy Goplin from down in the Whitehall down south of Osseo just went for a drive. Ick. So, so again, be careful out there because uh, it is kind of icky. Mickey, uh, Mindy sums it all up. Icky out there. All right, let's check the markets this morning again. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Cash livestock trade choice fed beef steers trading 143 to 152 with the mixed steers 108 to 142. Choice fed beef heifers 144 to 150. Mixed 101 to 142. Choice fed Holstein steers 128 to 148. Uh, select and silage fed Holsteins 94 to 126. Cows 60 to 87. The bulls 70 to 97. Butcher hogs 55 to 83 at the uh, last trade. Sows 45 to 49 and a half. The boars 20 and a half and down. Sheep and lamb trade, shorn market lambs, 105 to 114 this week. The feeder lambs, 131 to 280. Ewes, 60 to 95. Small goats, 10 to 185. The medium goats, 125 to 220. Large goats, 120 to 250. And the nanny goats, 175 to 210. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock prices were higher yesterday. December live cattle, 154.90, up a half a dollar. February at 156.35, up 25. April at 160.05, up 15. And June at 156.27, that was up 75. Feeder cattle for January, 
184.22, up 57. March up a half a dollar at 185.72. April up 42 at 189.07. May up 42 at 192.35. And August up 32 at 201.62. Hogs also higher. December lean hog carcass contracts, 82.40. That was up 45. February 84.57, up 87. April 91.35, up 70. And May at 97.35, that was up 87. And taking a look at uh, what happened uh, in the grain and dairy markets, corn and wheat were down on the Board of Trade yesterday. Export concerns. Uh, beans were higher, though, with uh, oil prices, soybean oil prices recovering. But overnight, we uh, went lower again. March corn, 4 to 5 cents off yesterday's high, sitting at 6.48 a bushel this morning. Oats down two to three cents at three thirty-eight. March wheat down eight at seven forty-two. March soybeans down a dime from yesterday's close, sitting at fourteen seventy-four. Soybean meal up thirty cents a ton for March at four hundred fifty dollars and twenty cents. Dairy markets were a little better yesterday, although barrels did go down a penny at one eighty-six. Block cheese up a cent and a quarter at two hundred seven and a quarter. The butter up seven at two seventy-seven. December class three unchanged at twenty fifty. January up 24 at 1925, February up 9 at 1921, March up 8 at 1945, April up 4 at 1962. Prices were up through September. So that's the way the markets look here on WAX, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. We're 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, and again, the word is caution, care, whatever, on the roads, because we do have that mixed precipitation falling. We're 33 right now. i got to go up to about 38 today, and looks like tonight into tomorrow it'll turn into snow. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. On this Wednesday morning, it is time for our Pearl Vision Partners update. I've got Brad Matson, lead agronomist at ProVision Partners. We are to the end of harvest, but we need to keep looking back a little bit so we can plan ahead. And you have some results that you would really like to talk about. What's going on? It's that time of year. We're analyzing the yield data and trying to make sense of what happened this year. So we've been kind of use our crystal ball to see what we should be planning for next year. One of the things we we did a lot of this year was a fungicide applications on corn. And, uh, you know, with ever moving 800-pound group of car slot out there, it's got everybody wondering, does it pay you? Is it working and stuff? And we applied fungicides a few different ways. We used uh, one product that we did with a planter, it's called, that can be applied at planting with your planter so it doesn't take any specialized equipment. It's not labeled for car spot, but uh, what we're seeing with these diseases is that if you keep the plant healthy, keep it strong, uh, even if the power spot comes along, it doesn't seem to have a lot of effect on you. With the planter tre- treatments, we've seen anywhere from 9 to 22 bushels. We had uh, uh, one of our agronomists up in Stafford had a plot up there, and they saw just about 20 bushel yield increase from using Zyway. A uh, plot we had near Hingston was under a pretty good drought stress, um, and we've seen about 10 bushels on that plot. You know, that's looking hopeful. Gets us out of the problem of trying to find aerial applicators or, you know, running through ground applications and those types of things. As far as the applications of uh, uh, pesticides to corn attack sometime, and that C 
received a lot of, of good responses this year. So I've had plots as high as four bushels per acre on field scale levels. A lot of 30, 35 level bushel yield increases from aerial and, and uh, ground rig fungified applications at around half one time. So uh, really, really paid. It was, uh, you know, we've always had fish there and we've always had anthracnose. And when you get those, sometimes they're not a big deal by themselves, but you combine that with the tides rock, and it becomes a huge, huge factor on, on affecting your yields and productivity on those fields. Along with looking back, we need to look ahead and look at what are those fertilizer costs doing right now? Well, Joe, we've seen uh, fertilizer market softening there a little bit as of late. Um, potash is down, uh, nitrogen dropped a little bit here again. And uh, uh, the phosphorus sources are down just a little bit, but not as much as the other ones. Uh, looking forward, I think we could still see some softening of this potash market. I think the nitrogen, maybe we might be seeing a bottoming of that. It might start moving up as we move into spring. You know, there's a lot of factors that, that low Mississippi River, and will we get enough winter snows to bring the fertilizer up in the spring? That's going to be the um, million-dollar question. So there's a lot of... A lot of things that we have to uh, still consider keeping in these markets and plan ahead, looking at what the prices are uh, for those commodities, see if your budgets work, and that's going to be probably the best thing to help you make a decision when to pull the trigger. And again, Brad Matson, Thanks, Brad. And Jill had a conversation yesterday talking about some of these situations as we're looking at now. As Brad said, these uh, markets are softening a little bit. Uh, I think we'll get to write a letter to Santa and say, Santa, bring Brad a new phone for Christmas. We'll check with him and see see what uh, what's going on with his phone because a uh, little, little less quality there than we usually get with Brad on his phone. But the message is clear. Make sure you're planning ahead. Look at the numbers for this year and uh, make those plans. As you said fertilizer market's softening up a little bit this year, and we'll see if they stay that way. Brad Matson with us on our Provision Partners program. Brad, of course, lead agronomist with Provision Partners. 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, and again, uh, conditions out there are the are the big story as uh, we've been sharing some of our text messaging. Mindy Goplin and Mindy down lives down south of Osseo, teaches at Whitehall, and she said, uh, right now, snow, sleet, and you just can't see very far. So be very, very careful, and you want to check the schools. Check with our buddies over at uh, Channel 13, weau.com. They've always got somebody sitting on the computer taking all that information and uploading it. We've got some farm news to look at. There's more going on than just weather. We'll do that next on Wax. Checking the farm news. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And there are some meetings scheduled for today, and uh, I don't know the status of those meetings, so you might want to check ahead. But again, in Eau Claire County, there's another 590 nutrient management workshop. That's scheduled from 1 to 4 this afternoon. That'll be at the Ag and Resource Center in Altoona. And again, that is scheduled for today. Also, the Discovery Farms annual conference is today. That's scheduled down in Wisconsin Dells. Not sure the status of that either, but if we find out, we'll pass it along. Coming up, we're going to hear from uh, Rick Adamski, Government Affairs Director with the Farmers Union. Jill had a chance to visit with Rick at the uh, Farmers Union Convention last weekend in Wisconsin Dells. 
But uh, new numbers show Wisconsin is continuing to lose dairy farms. According to a report by our old buddy Pat Stranitsky over at the Wisconsin Ag Connection, we are now down to 6,140 herds in the state, a drop of 393 herds since the beginning of the year. Last year, we lost 393 herds. 2020, the loss is 360. Clark County has the most herds with 667, while Marathon County is second with 387. And uh, we haven't lost cows in the state, though. The state herd is staying relatively constant, about 1.28 million head milking across the state. 92% of our herds are grade A, with the rest being uh, grade B or canned milk. So, uh, unfortunately, that trend is continuing. It's 20 after 5. We'll hear from Rick Adamski next, right here on WAX. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I talked to Rick Adamski. He is the government relations director for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. And my first question was, what's on the agenda? And he had to really let me know that it's really guided by the membership. And I think that's so important these days. And we also talked more about those policies. They are the main focus of the Farmers Union Farm and Rural Policy Day on January 18th in Madison. Well, the agenda is often determined by our membership. And so that's why we're here this weekend to listen to the members. We have uh, had, we're in the middle of the process of listening to the policy uh, Policy proposals have come to our committee. We've sifted and winnowed uh, some of them. We are just getting started this afternoon. Uh, tomorrow morning will be the voting uh, that occurs on what are special orders of business, and those are the, the ones we put the highest priority on. And then uh, the rest of the policy book will be finished up tomorrow afternoon. What are some of those policies that are brought to your attention? All five that we had last year are being brought forth again this year. Two of them were modified, a couple of addendum uh, amendments that were added to them. And those five are uh, concentration of, uh, confronting the concentration in agriculture, preserving small and mid-sized family farms, dairy reform. We are Wisconsin, and we've been actively involved in the dairy revitalization plan. Uh, meat processing sector, we want that to be... Um, uh, reinforced and re- reinvigorated, um, and then uh, farmers participating in uh, climate change action. And you did have a, another one brought forth this year. What is that one about? So the sixth one is uh, farmers engaged in uh, improving water quality for the state of Wisconsin so that our rural residents get most of their groundwater most of their water from groundwater and uh, trying to preserve the quality and quantity of groundwater across the state. That's the essence of that sixth special order that's been raised. Tomorrow morning, the delegates will be voting and there'll be a ranked choice voting. So we'll pick the top four that will make it to the special orders. Now, Rick, you have not been at this position for really that long, at least not as long as Bob has been at his position. It's been in the vicinity of six months, what have you really seen? Well, I've learned a lot, and, and it was not a surprise to me that the staff is just outstanding. We've got a remarkable group to work with. Um, I've spent a lot of time trying to get connected with the administrative personnel, both especially at the state level and agencies that we'll be working with, the coalition members that we work with and advocate for policies, um, trying to 
fine-tune the special orders and working with the membership to understand more precisely how to move forward with those special orders. Um, but the big test will be coming up next month in January when the legislature comes into session. Nothing has been established other than that uh, committees are being formed right now and their chairs are being formed. Uh, some will be similar as they were in the last session, uh, certainly with the same governor and with the, a similar makeup in the legislature. I'm not sure that we can expect the same. Um, it will be interesting to see. There's, uh, at the end of this biennial budget, there is not a re-election for the governor because it's a four-year term. So is that going to make a difference? I don't know. Uh, is the $6.6 billion budget surplus going to make a difference? I don't know. Um, we've heard uh, the legislature saying that they want to reform the tax policy and the governor wants to... Uh, uh, increase education spending, which is what he's always been advocating for. So um, will we be in the same loggerheads as in the past? Um, we'll be watching that closely to find out and give a direction from our membership. And we're here at the Wisconsin Farmers Union Convention. We had one in January, but this year we get two of them. Why was it moved up to the December time frame? We plan our conventions about three years ahead of time because convention bookings are that hard to get and we have to book that far ahead. Uh, National Farmers Union has wanted to move their convention forward and we were one of the last state conventions when we were holding it in the end of January. So we've been encouraged to move forward and this was the year that we did that move. The other reason why we're moving forward is that we will now have our policy direction set by our membership and we'll be ready to go when the legislature is in session. So we'll be in place and we have a Farm and Rural Lobby Day scheduled for January 18th at the Capitol. So we'll be able to, uh, right at the beginning of the session, be able to participate and watch closely how to engage with that possibility. We've talked about your start. We've talked about a lot of events that are going to be happening in January. Let's take a look a little bit farther forward. What are you thinking are going to be some of the ideas and policies that are coming about? Well, certainly climate change is certainly um, with the COPS 27 that was held in Egypt last year, about a month ago. Um, uh, agriculture was front and center. And I think agriculture will continue to be front and center when it comes to climate change policy, but also water quality. And Agriculture has been front and center, and it's a, a challenging position to be in. I anticipate, and I would hope for, the possibility to start working together where we can break down some of the barriers that we can work through and better understand each other rather than just uh, trying to win. Um, I think policy should be more about like a science where we explore and whatever we choose in our policy and legislation should be experimental and whatever we decide should be monitored closely so that we can determine if it's a good policy, move forward with it and reinforce it. If it's not so good, well, then let's just reevaluate. So, and maybe we need more experiments. Maybe state level governments should be experimenting and then monitoring that. We're certainly all watching California with the low carbon fuel standard. And, uh, will that be, uh, the f course of the future? Certainly California has a huge presence because of their population. And, um, 
Will it be reevaluated? Um, but it's important that we monitor those things rather than just being disgusted and uh, saying, oh, that's all bad. I think we need to look carefully and work together. I think agriculture is at a cusp. We've seen uh, issues in the Netherlands where uh, the government is buying out livestock farms just to reduce the number of cattle in their country and at the dismay of many of their uh, farmers. Um, in New Zealand, they are actually charging. They're, they're proposing. I think it's more than a proposal. I think it's a, a plan to start taxing um, on the methane emissions from livestock. So are those the future? Are we monitoring them? I, I think we definitely need to watch that and see what's happening. Um, and then also not just the economic impact, but how is it really truly impacting the carbon? Are we capturing carbon? Are we restoring it into our soils, which I have a degree in soil science, so I'm an advocate for returning carbon to our soils, and we need to do more of that because it'll help so many things. And again, Rick Adamski, Government Relations Director with the Wisconsin Farmers Union. Uh, Rick is a a good, good thinker and a gentleman that goes into those issues with his mind open to try and resolve some of these things. As we said, we've got to work together, not just work for a win. We work together, we can win. It's almost 5.30 in the morning. We're going to get a market report. Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock and Withy. That's next on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get some markets. 5.30 in the morning, we head over to Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky Olson joins us. Well, Rocky, I'd say you're right in the middle of it. Oh, and Withy schools are closed. Uh, Thorpe, they're closed today. Uh, and beautiful downtown Lublin is just north of Thorpe. What's it look like outside, or have you been out yet? Eh, looks like you wished it didn't look out there, but uh, <laughs> hey, Premier is open today, and it's going to be business as usual, maybe a little different, but uh, we are going to be operating. So. Ah, that's good. All right. Well, we know that's happening. Well, how did it go yesterday before this all started? All right. Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the week is shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. Uh, the fed cattle traded steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 131 to 143. Choice beef steers and heifers, 132 to 148. Market cows high yielding, 73 to 93. Most cows, 57 to 72. Market bulls high yielding, 83 up to a dollar four. Newborn Holstein bull calves, uh, Monday, very strong market, mostly 100 to 245. Beef calves, 120 to 385. Today, Wednesday, like I said, business as usual. We're going to move on here, guys. Hay auction is going to be at 930. Uh, dairy cattle auction at 11. We do have a very big dairy cattle auction today. Three complete herd dispersals, two parlor freestall herds. Uh, one of them herds averaging 82 pounds of milk and uh, lots of cows in both herds milking over 100 pounds. Uh, we have one tie stall herd, lots of reputation, loads of fresh cows. we got a big run of spring and heifers. Uh, if you're looking for it, we definitely got a nice selection today. Don't forget, we do have online bidding if you can't make the sale today. Uh, if you need help with that, give us a call at the office, but you do register at Cattle USA. If you've done it right, it'll say pending and then follow up with a phone call to the office. Next week, Tuesday, uh, that'll be a special feeder cattle auction, Brett's beef cow auction, expecting 800 to 1,000 head for that sale next Tuesday. Uh, very important to call in those early consignments. Questions? Call us at Premier, 715 229 
Uh, lots more detailed information on these consignments we're selling today. Uh, details on market reports, uh, schedules at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Bob, that's the way it's shaped up. All right. Well, take her cool today, buddy. Don't uh, don't overdrive the headlights. Uh, I hear you there. All so. right. We'll talk to you in the morning. All right. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock in with you. We'll get the man of the hour in here, Mike Dandry, to tell us what's going on and what's going to go on. Well, he's a busy man doing double duty radio and TV this morning. Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13. Caught your breath yet? Oh, I'm working on it still. All right. Well, <laughs> I see it changed from rain when you and I came in. To, it's a lovely snowfall out there when I stuck my head out about uh, 15 minutes ago anyway. Looks like a snow globe, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really does. It's just gorgeous out there. But catch us up. What's going on? Where? And what's ahead? Well, put it this way. It's gorgeous to look at, not necessarily to drive in. So if you can, maybe stay uh, stay in for a couple more hours because we are expecting this to last for at least until about the early afternoon before we start to get a little bit of a break. A dry slot will move in, and that main band of uh, precipitation in well, all the different forms pushes a little bit further north. That's not to rule out a few chances at some drizzle, but uh, most of us, again, should stay relatively quiet into the afternoon. Highs will reach the upper 30s, but that break's not going to last very long, as later on tonight we'll have another band of precipitation moving in, likely starting off as some rain and snow and possibly even a little bit of freezing rain out of this, which will likely make for another slick commute going into tomorrow morning. Otherwise, we are expecting this to transition into a little bit more snow, and as this system parks itself overhead uh, over the next couple of days, we'll have on and off chances at some snow uh, both tomorrow into Friday and potentially even into Saturday morning, and our highs are mostly going to hang out into the low to mid-30s for the next couple of days. And then on the back edge of this system, we really start to tap into that Arctic air. Sunday, our highs likely only getting into about the low 20s and even some upper teens. Monday into the low teens for our highs, and we could see some overnight lows below zero. And Tuesday, possibly even into the single digits for our highs. Now, at the moment, we do have some rather heavy snow and a temperature of 34 degrees in Eau Claire. So, again... Can't really emphasize enough. If you do have to head out, make sure to take your time on the roadways. Good advice, sir. We'll uh, take our time. We appreciate it. Talk to you later. All right, Bob. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. There he goes. That's Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13. Our weather brought to you by Christensen Sales. But again, a quick rundown of the schools that we have. Uh, Abbotsford, Gilman, Granton, Greenwood, Loyal, Nielsville, Nakusa, Owen, Withy, Spencer, and Thorpe. All closed. Russ County Transit all services canceled. And Trinity Lutheran and Medford all activities canceled there as well. As we look at our weather on WAC. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Time to catch up with some news. I had to go out in the backyard and get Morgan up. She's out making snow angels in the backyard and uh, looking good, too. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to switch to snowman next if you want to be my <laughs> model. I'll need a ladder to get the head on the very top, right? Yeah, this looks like it's going to be good uh, snowball fighting weather. So uh, be careful. There are guys that might throw a snowball or two around here. And there are, I can tell you, some happy kids that'll be putting yeah. those uh, snowmen together too as we have more schools coming in and that complete list we'll make available online as well and uh, in the meantime we'll start with headlines they keep us in our area good morning well here's what we are learning today we'll start on the political stage with Chippewa Falls mayor not ready to hang it up yet mayor Greg Hoffman yesterday said he will run for another term Hoffman has missed a couple of meetings over the past two years because of COVID and other concerns but says he's feeling better now he's a hot Chippewa Falls longest serving mayor and the first 
first appointed to the job back in 2018, saying he wants to put a bow on his work in the mayor's office with another term. As long as we're on that political stage, Governor Evers' second term will start two days after New Year's, as the office yesterday confirmed that inauguration will be held at the Capitol January 3rd. Switching away from the political stage and into other headlines, it was a violent Tuesday in Milwaukee. Police in the city say seven people were shot, including two shot in the third ward. Investigators say those two people drove to the Milwaukee Police Headquarters at 8th and Wells. Now, there's no word on suspects in that shooting. Detectives are also looking for suspects in five other shootings. All of the victims in each of those are expected to survive. Well, the state of Wisconsin is projected to end the 2022 and 23 fiscal year with a budget surplus of more than $6.5 billion. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss says that should go towards a tax cut that's even more significant than the $3.4 billion in the last state budget. Here's what he sounds like. I can't see us doing a lower tax cut than we did last time, considering we have historic revenues. I would think it would be significantly higher than that. Um, But those are discussions our caucus is still having and that we will ultimately work through the finance process. State Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue has called for a flat tax. Voss says his preference is to get rates as low as possible for all taxpayers. And, of course, Mother Nature taking center stage here with a lot of the weather being uh, a little messy out there. We came in from Boyceville on the back roads and then the interstate, and that was uh, one of those whiter knuckle drives. I'll give Alex credit for getting us here a little bit past our usual arrival time, but safe, and now more schools are coming in to close. Abbotsford, Elma Center, Altoona, Amory, Augusta, Bloomer. They're all changes there. When it comes to Kadat, you're closed. Cameron is closed. Shatek, Chippewa Falls, Colfax, Cornell is closed. Eau Claire, we're on a two-hour delay here this Wednesday. Meanwhile, Elk Mound is going to close. Fall Creek doing the same. Gilman, Gilmington, they're all closed as well. Granton, you're home today. Lake Holman closed. Loyal is closed. Menominee, Nielsville, Nakusa, New Auburn. And we're going down the list up about to see that uh, North Star Academy, Owen Wilfs, Owen Wilfie, Rib Lake, Rice Lake all closed, River Falls closed, and we're getting there. Spencer, we're going to close. Stanley, you're virtual today. Thorpe is closing. Got to love that. And uh, do you continue with winter? That's usually the end of our list. Winter is closed today as well, and those calls keep coming in. As uh, my daughter said last night after basketball practice, Mom, can you close school tomorrow? (laughs) Boyceville, you are closed, but I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) Mother Nature, not this mom. They want to go online. How do they do that? That's easy enough to do. Uh, we'll have them at uh, wax104.5.com. But the easier way right now, uh, we have uh, great friends over at WEAU yep. 13 News, and they're able to update those in real time. So that full list is there. They have a really obvious and easy closing and delays uh, link. So you can do that as well. Very good. <laughs> I just... It's easier to just say which schools are open on a day like today. You know, I think there are a lot of kids waking up and running around the house happy today, and a lot of parents going, okay, how do I figure this out now, right? Oh, that's the challenge. Tale as old as time. But if you are on the roads, be careful. The visibility is a little dicey out there, and the roads themselves are right between that slush and ice mix. So Wisconsin's dishing it out for us. uh, Well, I'm glad you made it in. Yes, and I had to come and see you. Absolutely. I know. I'm saving my uh, snowman kit back there. We'll get out there. Well, after a while, we'll be done. Here. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you after a while. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. All right, again, so a lot of those schools have closed a lot more than the ones we told you about. So, again, Mother Nature looks like having the last say as we look at the news. We've still got markets to look at. More news. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We'll get to the markets and a whole lot more again. If you want to check the school closings, you can check with our friends across the parking lot at weau.com and punch up closings or go to waxradio.com and all that school closing information brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley. Tension continues between the U.S. and Mexico over corn. Earlier, Mexican President Obrador said Mexico would stop taking U.S. yellow corn imports because of the GMO issue. They still take their white corn, and they raise a lot of their own white corn for their tacos and uh, their food system. Well, that would mean if they didn't take uh, yellow corn, a loss of about 18 million tons of corn exports a year from the U.S. But following a visit from Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack to Mexico recently, some adjustments were made in that decision, and more may be coming as far as adjustments. Mexican officials now say any ban on those exports will be pushed back to 2025 as Mexico puts together a new plan to make their decision clear. In fact, U.S. and Mexican officials are scheduled to meet uh, sometime this week. It could even be today on the issue, which officials say would go a long way in keeping U.S.-Mexican trade in line with the current free trade agreement that we are working under. And again, uh, the school closings, you can check those out online. If you don't know how to do it, get the kids up. <laughs> they know how to do it. And uh, But make sure you see it yourself. They may... Uh they may tell you something that uh, maybe isn't true, but a lot of schools are closed today. Also, some meetings scheduled for today, and we do not know the fate of those meetings. The Discovery Farm Annual Conference is scheduled for today. That's scheduled down at Wisconsin Dells, so if you're planning to travel to that, uh, be careful. Also, in Eau Claire County, another 590 Nutrient Management Workshop is scheduled for this afternoon from 1 to 4. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have the markets to get to. We will in a moment. But uh, more meetings coming up tomorrow. And again, with the weather, not sure how this is going to work. But uh, the 2022 Badger Crops and Soils Update meetings are being held. The in-person meeting tomorrow will be from 9 until 3 in the afternoon. And that will be at the Radisson Hotel in La Crosse. So, again, uh, that's coming up tomorrow. And also scheduled that farm management series has taken place down uh, in Holman in La Crosse County, developing your farm business idea. That will be tomorrow at the Holman Community Center. That's from 6 until 7 in the evening. And, again, those meetings are all scheduled for tomorrow. Let's get to the markets on wax as we head over to the Equity Altoona Bar and hear from uh, hear from Jim Jim Lindsay and what happened yesterday. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty six. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers a dollar twenty to a dollar forty five. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar thirty to a dollar forty three. We had an extreme top of a dollar forty seven and a half. Choice Holstein steers a dollar fifteen to a dollar twenty nine. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar fourteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from sixty eight to eighty. We had a top of eighty two and a half. Sixty percent of the cows sold from forty seven to sixty seven. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from forty six and down. Organic market on. Tuesday, 80% of organic cows sold from 80 to 92. The bottom 20% of organic cows sold from 79 and down. Cow bulls sold from 65 to 90. We had a top of 93. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to $130 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $40 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $340 per head. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, December 16th, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live at 
on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, lots of schools are closed. Other services are shut down today. And uh, again, go to waxradio.com and that information, school closings and services that are being changed, brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley. Or also check out our buddies over at uh, Channel 13, weau.com. And go to the closings, and you'll find it all. Jerry Fitzgerald's with us from the Stratford area. I'll bet things are closed over your way in central Wisconsin, too, huh, Jerry? Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. I'm not sure about the businesses, uh, but uh, definitely, uh, yeah, I've been going through the list of schools here, and one by one, they're all uh, Some were closed yesterday already, so I, I don't really know of any that are open, to be honest with you. All right, so you don't have to go in and uh, teach or anything like that today, so the kids are safe from you. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it, yeah, I guess. Yes, it is. What happened yesterday over at Stratford? Well, yesterday we were operating. Not too much problem with weather yesterday, except by the wind. So we'll recap that for the folks. Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. And the way the market was yesterday on the, first of all, we'll start with the conventional market cows yesterday. And higher yielding cows yesterday selling from 68 up to 79 and a half. Uh, most of the cows uh, this week so far from 52 to 68. Thin cows, you're Lighter carcass cows below the $51 money. On the organic market yesterday, uh, higher yielding organic cows uh, selling mostly from 80 to 86. Minor uh, uh, quality, lower yielding organic cows below 80. On the market bulls this week, better quality bulls from 82 to 95. Lighter bulls below 80. Holstein bull calves, a strong market on Monday's auction, and those are mostly selling from a uh, dollar, or well, 100 up to 195. Heifer calves, 30 to 80. Beef calves, 175 to 350, topping at 365. And that was on Monday's auction. And depending upon how things trans, uh, transpire today, uh, at the present time, Equity Stratford will be having a sale today. Like I said, I don't. We don't really know exactly right now, so I guess uh, the best thing to do is uh, wait till about after 6, uh, give the market a call if you're planning on bringing in a lot of cattle today or whatever. Um, I know we've got a nice line of feeder cattle on the consignment list, so uh, right now we will be having a, uh, an auction here in Stratford. Uh, probably be uh, delayed a little bit on the sale time, but uh, feeder cattle probably still be around that noontime hour. So my advice uh, for all you folks uh, planning on selling today, just give the market a call. Uh, there's always somebody there about... 15, and they will be answering your questions on that. And uh, just looking ahead till tomorrow again, uh, uh, snow, I guess, tomorrow, but we'll have to play that by ear also. So, anyway, uh, weather is a factor, but again, folks, if you do go out, please do drive carefully. And uh, uh, there is a uh, um, few cars going by, but pretty slow. So the ice is a problem here right now. Yeah. Hey, what's the phone number at the sale barn here? You got to have a number to call. Well, absolutely. 715-687-4101. Thank there you, Bob. We go. There we go. We got her squared away. Be safe. We'll talk to you in the morning. You also, Bob, and uh, uh, thank you much. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And our market is brought to you by Synergy Cooperative in the Ridgeland area. Board of Trade was higher for corn or for beans yesterday with the oil prices recovering. Corn and wheat were lower with some export concerns, but overnight prices went down. Corn four to five cents lower than yesterday's close. March at six forty eight this morning. The oats down two to three at three thirty eight. Wheat down eight at seven forty two. March beans down a dime at fourteen seventy four. Meal 
up 30 cents a ton, $450.20 a ton. Country elevator prices at Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls, corn today, five ninety one, beans fourteen ten at the Connorsville elevator, corn five ninety one, beans fourteen dollars even. On the DTN screen, corn at Baldwin today, six oh four, beans thirteen ninety eight, Durand is five ninety five and thirteen ninety two. Mondovi has corn at six oh six, beans thirteen ninety seven, Elmwood six oh four and fourteen oh two. Fall Creek corn is five eighty six, the beans at thirteen seventy seven. Corn at Osseo, 609, beans 1402. Elk Mound, 597, and $14 even on the soybeans. Down at Sparta, 586 for corn, 1378 on the beans. Ellsworth, 574, and 1348. Ethanol plants at uh, Boyceville, corn 619, Stanley in the Richmond, 603. Barrel cheese down a penny yesterday, $1.86. The block's up a quarter, a cent and a quarter at 207 and a quarter. Butter up seven cents at two seventy seven. December class three twenty fifty. That was unchanged. January up twenty four at nineteen twenty five. February up nine at nineteen twenty one. March up eight at nineteen forty five. And April up four at nineteen sixty two. And again, the weather is the situation out there. Be careful. Find out what's going on with your school or facility. Waxradio.com. And uh, you'll find the closings brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley. And don't let the kids blow smoke up your skirt. They don't have school today, so they can help with chores. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.